Welcome back to another episode of the Brainly Podcast. I'm joined by Tom and Thomas. Tonight, will the Leafs finally, finally do the thing? They're up 3-1 against Tampa Bay Lightning. Somehow, some way, they're up 3-1. Will tonight, will they finally do the thing? Or are they going to pull another choke job like in 2021 against Montreal and blow another 3-1 series lead? Uh, we will find out. Uh, big win, obviously, Saturday night. They come back from 4-1 uh, against the Lightning, which we haven't seen from the Lightning in almost three years, uh, giving up a lead like that in the playoffs. So I'll throw to you guys. Obviously, tonight's a big one. Can they finally break through? Tom, do you think they do it tonight? Yes. That's a resounding yes. Like, I think for one, also, I want to shout out the dude on Leafs Twitter who said uh, his playoff prediction was they're going to get completely and utterly embarrassed in the first game. And then reverse sweep or win four straight. So your prophecy is coming true. But they're going to do it tonight. Who doesn't have it? When have they ever blown a one or a two goal lead, let alone a three? I think it's been three years they haven't lost when leading in the third period, like leading going into. And was it, is it back to back games? Do they have a lead going into the third? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, O'Reilly scored with a minute left. Yeah. And like, that's back to back games. Tanner Janot, what have you done? <laughs> the top line for Tampa's been invisible. Actually, I thought they're, they're the best line. Uh, but... They've been unbelievable. They've been okay, but like, they haven't been putting the puck in the net. Doesn't Outside of like, power play. Uh, I thought they've been dominant. Mm. Especially in game three. If Samsonov didn't stand on his head, they could have easily had three, four. Mm. Okay, then. But like, And what's Tampa going to keep doing? running Sergachev out there 35 minutes a night? Like, they don't have it. This Tampa team, like, our buddy Tyler said it, like, midway through the year, like, they just don't have the drive. They don't have what last year's teams had. And down the stretch, it showed. They didn't have it. They didn't have it. What did they... They lost, like, one... Or they won one in nine? Or something like that in February? Like, they had a horrible stretch. Uh... And, like, man, they're rattled. Patrick Maroon fought a fan. Patrick, if it wasn't for Corey Perry being the voice of reason, Patrick Maroon is, like, indefinitely suspended. Because, <laughs> like, they've lost their minds. Brandon Hagel talking shit like he's won back-to-back cups. <laughs> he hasn't. He's never touched it. Yeah. Uh, to Luke Shen, the dude who did win the back-to-back cups. Like, what are you... I wouldn't be surprised if, like, we see another... Kind of game, like the cup-winning game last year for Colorado, where it was so, so, so tight, and then Colorado just got the edge, and Tampa Bay kind of lost their shit, lost their minds. Like, Kucherov, with 40 seconds left, breaks his stick, throws yeah. it at the bench, and throws his gloves off, and, like, play's still going on. But they've just admitted defeat, and their extra skaters now just standing next to their bench, throwing a tender tantrum. Like, I'm going to see... I'm expecting that tonight, if I'm being honest. But what do you guys think? Yeah, I guess I'll go next, Russo, if you don't mind. Um, I don't completely agree with that, Tom, that Tampa has looked poor in this series because they've been up in almost every game. They haven't um, looked poor. They haven't like, looked poor. I just don't think they're defeated yet. Like, it just, you can't poke the bear until the bear is down and out. And I don't think Tampa Bay Lightning are down and out. And I said this to my multiple group chats, multiple friends. I think this is going seven because, you know, that's just how the Leafs go. Um, they make it harder on themselves. 
and Tampa is going to come out guns a blazing tonight. They're going to come out hitting, hitting hard, scoring hard. That first line is going to come out you hard. And uh, it's not going to be easy for the Maple Leafs in their own barn. I know it may look like it's easy because they're at home, but I just don't think Tampa Bay is going to give up now, at least. Like their backs are on the wall as ter- in terms of player standpoint. I think the pressure is on Tampa. But as a fan, pressure on us. Pressure on the Maple Leafs to uh, win this game and, you know, exercise those demons. They've been trying to exercise for a number of years and close out the series. Like a number of years they've had the opportunities too, and they just haven't taken it yet. So, as a fan, I'm fucking nervous, man. Like, I, 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 we can't do this again and go to a game seven and then it's 50-50 and uh, to Tampa Bay Lightning or going to a game seven against the Toronto Maple Leafs again for the back-to-back years. I, I just don't want to see that happening. I hope what you're saying is the Tampa Bay Lightning just is a close game, but they just get flustered, they get frustrated, and we win, end up winning tonight. That's that's what I hope happens, but reality check, <laughs> the Leafs don't make it easy. And uh, yeah. We are hoping that we get a W tonight because it's going to be a lot harder to go into that building in game six to win a closeout game. I don't know if you would agree, well, but I, I, like, I, that's just the whole thing of like, yeah. if you don't win tonight, then it's the, ooh, but then you have to go into Tampa and win game six and that's hard. So then, ooh, you're coming back to Toronto for game seven. And I just don't think it gets that far. I really don't. The Leafs have a bunch of gamers on it, like Ryan O'Reilly, man. What a pickup. What an absolute gem of a pickup. And you know what? Like, if it goes to six in Tampa, I'm not too worried. They just won two. They just won two. Now, like, the games three and four weren't necessarily the Leafs' best. And I think I was hoping in game four, like, after the game three, you barely squeak out the win. And what happens? You come into that game and you're like, okay, we weren't the better team last year or last game, we will be the better team tonight. And that didn't kind of happen until 10 minutes left. Uh, and I hope that they can come back from Tampa and say we didn't have the best two games, but we got both wins. We are the better team tonight. And if they just if they say to themselves, we are the better team tonight, it's over. It's easier said than done, but you're the Toronto Maple Leafs. You were down three goals to Tampa. You were down three goals to Columbus with like a minute and a half left and just fucking win the game. Agree. And you have nothing else to worry about for a week because round mm-hmm. two is not starting. Day ain't over till it's over. That's what I'll, I'll say. Uh, look, good on the Leafs. They should not have won game four. Hell, they shouldn't even won game three. But they're here. They're up 3-1. And quite frankly, it doesn't matter how you played. You're here. You're at this point. Um, but yeah, Thomas, you said it best. I think Tampa's going to come out guns of blazing they know what it takes to win. They've been there before. They were down two games to New York last year, and we all thought they were down now. They yeah. came back, and they won four straight. Um, look, is this Tampa team as good as they were in the past? Maybe not, but all those guys are still there. I don't think Vasilevsky is going to be an 850 for the rest of the series. If if we know anything, he's probably going to pull a 990 out of his ass from here until whenever the series is over. But, man, if you're the Leafs, you have to do it tonight. You have to. You cannot go back to game six in Tampa because you know you're going to be on. They're going to be nervous. They're going to be, oh, shit, here we go again. And if you go back to game seven in Toronto, I'm sorry you're not winning. <laughs> if you if it goes back to a game seven in Toronto, it's going to be the same old, 
holy shit, we blew it again, boys. Like what? Like what the fuck? Like oh my god! Like we're 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 gonna lose, and they're gonna go in with that mentality because this is the same group that did it against Montreal, same group that did it against Columbus and Washington and Boston and so on and so on and so on. They have to win tonight. End it. Just put it in. Bury it tonight, and go home and stay home. Be happy. Get ready for round two. You have to do it tonight. I'm sorry, but you have to. Who are you betting on in the game seven? Ilya Samsonov or uh, Andre Vasilevsky? Andre Vasilevsky. And I know Vasilevsky's been bad, but he was bad last year too, and he played his best game in game seven. So, look, I mean, game three, I don't know. Samsonov plays one of the best games he's probably ever played in a game that probably shouldn't even made it to overtime, but it did. We had that big melee of... Kucherov jumping Riley and Stamkos fighting Matthews. Hey, look, Matthews finally stood up for himself. Good that wasn't Austin. standing up. That wasn't. I mean, he could have just like, he could have done what he did against Dubois a few years ago and just turtled and <laughs> and not done anything. Uh, and then you have Mitch Marner. Well, guys, don't fight. No, don't fighting, guys. No, no fighting. Which like, no fighting? No fighting, guys. No fighting. To be fair, on both of that, like Matthews is picking up sticks. Right, plays over. Ref has Stamkos. Play's done. You're done. That's funny. And then the Stamkos gets away from the ref and jumps Matthews, knowing that if he can get Matthews to do anything, it's five for fighting and he's off for half the period. Pretty funny. Like, <laughs> like, brilliant by stupid, Tampa. Stupid, but it was funny. Yeah, um, Brilliant by Tampa shouldn't be allowed. No, but we've seen it happen before, so uh, I'm not even surprised. But yeah, like, like you have to win tonight. I'm sorry, but you you don't do it tonight. I mean, how confident are you that they win back in Tampa? And then how confident are you that they win a game seven, which they've never <laughs> been able to do? No, not confident at all. You know, I wouldn't be. So it almost feels like a must win tonight for them. Um, and look, I'll say it. I'm going to stand by Tampa in seven until the Leafs do the thing. Mm-hmm. Once they do it, hey, good on you guys. You deserve this. But they got to do it tonight because game, like, look, game four, they looked bad. They did not look good on uh, Monday. Is it Monday uh, or Tuesday? Monday. Tuesday and Monday. Monday. Tuesday. Yeah, uh, on Monday they they, Monday. they didn't look good. They didn't. Go, they did not look good at all on Monday until about ten minutes left when they decided, oh, maybe we should try. And like, and that's like, and Thomas, you've always said it. Like, what is with this team and just not being able to play a whole sixty, right? Like, if they had played like that the entirety of Game Four, it's not even like you might win at seven two. Yeah, and there's none of this stress. Oh, yeah, we won, but like they didn't play well. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't think the Leafs have looked good at all in this series up until 10 minutes left in game four. I I was about to come on here and be like, wow, they look like shit because they looked like shit in game three. They didn't look good in game one. Game two, they played well. Um, but it's pretty – I mean, I think they're a little bit lucky to be where they are, but they've obviously been resilient in those two games against Tampa where – Look, the Lightning over the last few years, they've just not given up those leads. Like mm-hmm. we've seen them, we've seen them like against the Islanders. You go back to the bubble and then uh the the, the other uh, the 2021 year, it's like those games were tight and Tampa got the lead and they just nope, like you're not getting it back. It's like they lock it down and then you had Vasilevsky standing on his head. It's very yeah. unlike Tampa. Yeah. And you know what? I think I, I didn't really believe in the whole fatigue factor, but they look tired. Like, there are some times where it's like, man, like, they look like a tired-ass team. And maybe it's true. I mean, Hedman is definitely not healthy, but mm-hmm. he's playing 30 minutes a game. Sergachev took a pretty good uh, shot 
there and he looked like he was out. He's not fully healthy. Chernak's not in the lineup. Very clearly, this Tampa team from the past three years, they're they're so beaten up. And yeah, like this is the Leafs are gonna win. Do it tonight. Do it tonight. Yeah. And I, I, I just want to go through a lineup thing for the Leafs. So Bunting obviously is coming back, but he's not inserted in the lineup for game five. Matthew Nice stays in. Um, there's a guy on the back end who I believe who should not be on the ice for the rest of the series. That's Justin Hall. Uh, the score is 11 to one Tampa when he's on the ice. So, uh, let's get him out of the lineup here because, uh, you have a three, one lead. So might as well change something in the back end, uh, to help that cause. And, uh, what are your guys thoughts about bunting being not in the lineup, even though he's available? It's the right call. It's especially in this game where you have to win. Um, he's a liability. Is a liability on the ice. Like when the games get, uh, when the games are big and when the emotions are high, he's a liability on the ice. And I think Keith is doing, you know, I don't think he's the greatest coach ever, but I think he's doing the right thing here by keeping him out because he knows, hey, like if we get into a situation and emotions start getting high, he's gonna put us on, he's gonna put us on the penalty kill. Um, and I think Nyes has had a decent series up until this point. Um. So I think I honestly personally think it's the right call. I think I think bottom six has been good enough. Like Achari's been fine. I think Aston Reese has been okay. I just I don't like you've won three without him. I mean, what's like if he's gonna do some stupid stuff like he did in game one, keep him out. Yeah, like he lost you game one. And it's not mm-hmm. even the like uh can you trust him? Like, can you trust the refs to trust him? And that's no. The answer is no. And they don't trust them in the own in their own end. They, whenever they're up, and he's on that top line and like bunting, Matthews Marner, if they're up and need to defend a lead, he comes off. And what do you think you're going to need to do tonight? Hopefully, defend a lead against Tampa, and you're probably going to run Matthews Marner most of that third period if you're up. And are you going to switch off a guy because you don't trust him in his own own his own end? Like no, just keep your own croak up there, or and I don't think you want to mess with the bottom six either. If they lose, there you go. See you in Tampa game six. Like who are you taking out? Matthew Nyes has been fantastic. He's been unbelievable. The dude didn't have a practice coming into the series. His first team practice was in the middle of the series like man there's just no spot so i like the decision and then two on the on the refs because i know we talked like oh west mccauley and he's the least are zero and eight when rest when west refs and uh to other fan bases yeah west mccauley has jobbed your team looking at you islanders there's been some brutal calls just across playoffs in general but tonight uh it's from scouting the refs, Kyle Riemann and Jean Hébert, I would assume he's French, uh, are working this game, and the Leafs are 9-0. and They're undefeated, so there we go. Only in Leafs Nation would they be... Checking um, <laughs> the refs. Only in Leafs Nation would they be keeping tabs on the refs, like, oh, we'll win because these guys are refs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or they just, just jinxed it. <laughs> How about how about just fucking play? How about don't worry about the refs and just play like everyone knows you guys can. 
Yeah, it's uh, but we'll see. I mean, obviously tonight's big. I bet you guys are already feeling the nerves. Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I don't get to we'll... watch the second half of the game. So, well, that's unfortunate. And I got Good hockey. God. I would be skipping the game if that were me. Well, mm. if this was the Flames of three one, I'd be watching the game. <laughs> if I went to a game seven, I wouldn't even watch because <laughs> we know the result. <laughs> yeah, you could see the like the bars at Canland. You can see the TVs from the ice. You're fine. Fair enough. Uh, anything you guys want to add before we, I guess, move on from from this? Nope. Don't fuck it up. No. Nope. Please don't anyway. fuck it up. Anyway, um, I just wanted to quick, quickly touch on a couple Flames things. It won't be too long. Uh, Flames are getting a new rink. Yay! Finally. Uh, but I will not be. I will not believe it until shovels are in the ground and they are building the new rink. Because we've been told this God knows how many times. Oh, they're getting a new rink, new rink, and then it just never happens. Uh, you can thank Mackenzie Weger for it because in his uh, – I don't know if you guys saw the clip, but in his end-of-season presser, they asked him about coming to work every day, and he just goes, huh, we need a new rink. And like, <laughs> like two or three weeks later, they're like, oh, yeah, we're getting a new rink. So uh, shout-out Mackenzie Weger for that. Um, Andrew Bonjapani had shoulder surgery, which I didn't even know was a thing, and – uh, so he will not be going to the world championships. I thought someone had told me he was going and now he's having shoulder surgery. So I'm, he is not going uh, very clearly. Um, and then we're every week because the flames are out and the Wranglers, their AHL team is good. We're going to do Wranglers updates because uh, they're very, very good. So Dustin Wolf won AHL MVP uh, this year. So he's won goalie of the year back to back years now. Uh, at, in his first two seasons in the AHL, has won goalie of the year back to back, and this year he won AHL MVP uh, as the most valuable player in the AHL as a 21 year old or 22 year old goalie. Uh, that's almost unheard of for him. Like apparently the last goalie to do it was Jason LaBarbera, and it was like years and years and years ago. And funny enough, Jason LaBarbera is the Flames goaltending coach. <laughs> So, so it's just like what are the odds? Um wait, was the Kraken high, whatever, not the AHL? No, he was rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Yeah. Wolf won MVP, which was like I said, Makes it's pretty sense. unheard of for one for it to be a goalie and for two to be like a 22-year-old. Uh he's an NHL goalie next year. I don't see why. I don't see how he's in the AHL again next year. I think that'd be a little bit ridiculous. Um, and then very quick, the Wranglers went up one nothing in their round two matchup last night against Abbotsford. So because the Wranglers finished first in their division, they got a bye to the second round. <laughs> Imagine if they did in the NHL. That'd be that'd be pretty sweet. But they uh, they're playing Abbotsford. Uh, they won three two in overtime last night. Dustin Wolf made thirty seven saves, hmm. and Jacob Pelche potted the game winner in overtime. So a uh, couple of the Flames young kids who. Will, Probably all have spots next year, uh, doing some making some dividends. I'm really, really hoping that the Marlies go to the finals and the Wranglers go to the finals so I can go like watch the Wranglers. It's like the one yeah. time I'll be cheering yeah. for what do you mean? Beef. What do you mean, you? We, yeah, yeah, we should We'd go, we should. yeah, go. and like because I know the Marlies were really good this year too, but the Wranglers were like insane. The Wranglers had 51 wins this year, they finished first in the AHL, they were really, really good. So I'm hoping they get there. I, I would love the Marlies to make it to the finals too, because I don't even know like what's the next closest AHL city. Like, I have no idea. I don't. 
Laval. Are they in the playoffs? Like, cause, cause it's, yeah, they're in the playoffs. They're down right now. Because it's stupid because I like really wanted to go watch the Rangers play this oh. year, but they only play within division now. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's yeah. it's like they play like Abbotsford like 12 times in the regular season. Laval like, is out. Uh, Syracuse? That's okay. That's not close. I'll only go if they, I'll only go if they play the Marlies. And I'll go in like a flame jersey. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and Matthew Phillips got a match penalty last night for a spearing. I saw the clip. It, he like kind of just turned and hit the guy. I don't think it was anything intentional, but because it was a match penalty, it's an automatic suspension. Um, oh. And then obviously the league has to review it. So one of the AHL's best players uh, from this past season being out of the lineup for the Wranglers, not exactly ideal, um, but they do have the obviously the AHL's MVP in net. So hopefully the suspension isn't too long for Phillips because he's obviously a really important piece of that Wranglers team. Um, because obviously they, they want to make a run. I would love to see them make a run. So uh, that's going to do it for my Flames uh, talk because there's nothing to talk about. So Thomas, go ahead. Yeah, I guess we'll go into the other series that are happening in the NHL. So I just got to run through them quickly. Uh, so we have the Devils tied with the Rangers 2-2. Boston is up 3-2 on the Panthers. The Leafs obviously up 3-1 on the Lightning. Carolina up 3-2 on the Islanders. Edmonton up 3-2 on the Kings. Colorado down 3-2 versus the Kraken. Dallas up 3-2 versus the Wild. And the Golden Knights up 3-1 versus the Winnipeg Jets. So I want to throw to you, Tom. What is the most surprising outcome thus far in the Stanley Cup playoffs first round matchups? Well, I think there's two. I think there's two. Depending on who you ask, it's either the Seattle Kraken being up on the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. Or I'd even go as far to say... Uh, mm. Just say it. Is there three? <laughs> go ahead. They're, and they're all, to, they're all on Friday. The Islanders and Hurricanes mm-hmm. being 3-2. Uh, Boston, Florida being 3-2 was the other one. And then, of course, Seattle Kraken yeah. being mm-hmm. 3-2 Kraken. Man, I didn't... Like, Russo, you said the oh uh, that the Panthers would be a hard out. And I thought so, too. I thought whoever got the Panthers in round one, like, good luck. I don't mm-hmm. want that. Because they're mean, they're fast, maybe not the most skilled group, but they're gonna hurt you. And for a team like Boston, who's not as fleet of foot, definitely up there in age, and clearly had injury issues going in, uh, it so far through six or through five games has not been all smooth sailing for Boston. Mm -hmm. And the Panthers have put up a fight. It's three two going to Florida. I don't know. Maybe maybe this goes seven. Maybe this goes and just ends and Boston says we're done here. But like what did Boston <laughs> cost themselves getting that historic season? Yeah, that's I'm, like yeah. you have to ask. Mm-hmm. Like what did they go through? Uh like Allmark's hurt, Bergeron's hurt, mm-hmm. uh Krejci was hurt, and there was somebody else that was gonna come out, but I think Krejci was so hurt they had to go in. I think it was Felino uh had to 
play because Krejci was hurt, and it was like the lesser of the two injureds. Yeah, Krejci hasn't played a game in the series. That's why. Yeah, he has. No, he hasn't played. I think he's been out the whole series because Bergeron and him were out game one, and then Bergeron came back last night and played in game five. I don't think Krejci has played a game. Russo, Krejci hasn't played a game, right? That's great. Oh, I'm pretty sure he has. Yeah, Krejci's played. I, I thought he came out. He must played one three. game. What? Really? Yeah. I'll check that for you. Because it was top line Zaka, and then they went Krejci. One, two, Zaka, Krejci. And then I think Krejci was hurt. Well, he hasn't Fulino done was going to come the, out. The, that's the answer. He hasn't done much for the Bruins uh, thus far. Uh, he played two games in the playoffs. Yeah. So, so far. So he played games one and two, came out game three. Hmm. Yeah. And it's funny because game three, he took warm ups. Like he took warm ups in game three, and then uh, they he just they were like, yeah, he's not playing. Because uh, yeah, it was game three that was like Felino was gonna be out, and then Krejci was like, I can't go, and Felino had to play through an injury. Well, it's and it's like... it's kind of, but it's kind of funny that like we're talking about like, oh, the Bruins are all bad. Like I still think they've dominated the series. They should have mm-hmm. won last night. Oh, they've and, dominated, like, they, like... and they've done it without Berger. Or they've done it without Bergeron for basically the entire series up until last night. Krejci's only played two games. Omar is obviously on 100%. That was a bad overtime goal last night that happened. He just stayed in the net. Like, Jacob Markstrom did that a hell of a lot this year. Um, like, But, like, Taylor Hall's been so damn good. Was he, he five, what does he have, like, five goals mm-hmm. in this round so far? He's been great. Like, you know, and I think that's kind of the scary thing about the Bruins. That even if, you know, their top guys haven't been necessarily their top guys, like they have all this depth. And I think McAvoy's been good. Uh, like Orlov's been great. debrusque has been good. Like, I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's a little bit scary, but I, I thought this would go six. I had Bruins in six. And, you know, like I said, they should have won last night, but Matthew Kachuk had different ideas. And yep. I'm sad again. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, I just don't know what Boston put themselves through for that season. Like, I thought it was fine until game one. Until game 82, I thought they were perfectly fine. But they're, hey, if they get healthy, but it's really hard to get healthy in the playoffs. Yes, that's that's, that's once you're true. Once you're hurt. That's why, like, I want the Leafs to win so bad tonight. Why? Because I don't care that they have a five, six day break. Go enjoy that five, six day break because then you're just going to go get Boston or hell, maybe Florida. Both teams will kill you. <laughs> Both teams that. will kill you. Like, it's not going to be fun. Yeah. Any, what do you guys No, Russo, what's your surprise at the first round? Yeah. Seattle. Seattle yeah. being up 3 2. I thought this was going to be such a quick series. But man, like, I think Seattle just caught them off guard. And obviously, there's no Valerie Natrushkin now. We don't know what's going on with him. Really weird situation. They were, they were without Kale McCarr because of the suspension, which was obviously a massive blow. They're lucky it was just one game. Uh, they were already without Gabe Landeskog, given they were with him without, without him for the whole year. But man, like, and the Kraken, like, they're playing like they have absolutely nothing to lose, mm-hmm. which is, they have nothing. If they lose to Colorado, no one's going to care. Like, ah, well. You guys didn't stand a chance anyway. The fact that they're going to game six with a chance to win the series, it's pretty impressive given, like like I said, they don't have a true superstar on this team. They just have a bunch of really solid players, and everyone's kick, kick, everyone's chipping in for them. Mm-hmm. It's just been – it's been really – 
fun to watch. And it's, it's crazy to me that it's, you know, it's the abs that are kind of on the ropes here because man, I, I didn't pick them to go all the way to the cup final, but you would have at least thought they would have been good enough to run through the Kraken, right? So this is honestly, this is really good for Seattle because you're either winning in six or you're getting a game seven. This you're, you're just playing with house money at this point. Like you're just, you're getting the fans engaged. Now it's like, everyone's going to be talking about you guys. And they're doing this with Andre Burakovsky, who's a pretty big part of their team. Philip Grubauer looks like he's turned back the clock to when he played in Colorado. Jared McCann has so, been out. Yeah. Wait, did he not? He didn't play last night, did he? No, he's hurt. And they won without him. Like it's, it's crazy. It's their, 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 uh, is it sustainable going into next year? I don't know. I, I still think they need that guy to kind of lead them. Maybe it's mm-hmm. Matty Benier's step, taking a step forward next year. Is a Shane Wright coming into the lineup? Who knows? But, like man, like they they look solid, and like I said, they're playing with house money at this point. If yeah. they lose, I don't really think they care. Obviously, I think they'll be disappointed, but it's like if they lose, oh well. If they win, who knows how far they who knows how far they can go at that point yeah. if they win. And imagine, imagine climate pledge <laughs> for next game. Yeah, like I know it's a, I know it always ends up being a late game. You have to watch. Yeah. When do they play tomorrow? Yeah, a lot of good games tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, I'll be watching tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's good day of hockey. Well, since you guys took <laughs> the surprises away from like what I could pick, I'm gonna say the New Jersey and New York Rangers series because not gonna lie, guys, I thought the Rangers had this series. They're up two nothing in New Jersey, which is what we called the seven game home game, <laughs> seven games of home games for the Rangers, and uh, they kind of blew it at Madison Square Garden. Not gonna lie, like they haven't been able to score as much as they had. And game one and two, New Jersey played great defensively. Jack Hughes, my God, carrying the team Unbelievable. back. Uh, just so want to touch good. on Timo Meyer. Like, what a fraud he's been in the playoffs. God, he has yeah. no points. Uh, like, uh, he doesn't have a point? No, no, no one point. Jonas oh Siegenthaler. Has been I don't great. know if you saw, got scratched for game two. Yes. Uh, and then whoever came in completely blew it. Like uh, Brendan penalty. Smith. Brendan Smith. Yeah, Brendan Smith. And then did you see the flip pass to Hughes? Mm-hmm. It, Backhand Sorry. off his own goal line, right to center ice, right on Hughes' tape. Goal. Un yeah, unfucking believable. I'm telling you, we need seven games. This yeah, has to I agree. Go seven. Yes. Please yeah. go seven. I'll take Jersey winning in six, but like, man, please go seven. Yeah, the home team hasn't... is yet to win a game. <laughs> yeah, the home team is yet to win a game in this series. Whether you think the games in New Jersey are home games for New York or not. On paper, it's a New Jersey home game, <laughs> and they've yet to win at home. But Jack Hughes, man, he's here and he's legit. Like he's, he's been like, I know he's probably not going to be a heart finalist this year, but man, he, he's, he should, he should be. be right there. He's really good. Really he's good. man. The and that series, ironically, has been like the calmest of them all. You would think it would be the probably one of the more hectic series. Yeah, they're both just like skilled teams that don't really know how to hit yet. So nobody's been laying big hits and it's been relatively clean besides just like a mutual hate. But I I've liked it. And the crowd in New Jersey's been miles ahead of the MSG crowd. Yeah, MSG. Mostly because the Devils and Rangers fans in New Jersey are constantly drunk and fight each other. Whereas an MSG, you can't do anything because you get kicked out, and you also pay ten grand for that seat. Any series gonna go seven? I hope it's that one. Yeah, no sweeps. 
too. That's good to touch That's on. That's surprising too. And yeah. hey, I'm hoping for tonight. Here we go. The Lightning first team eliminated. That's all. Followed by the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> yeah, followed by the Winnipeg Jets. You're everybody's favorite upset pick. God. Lots of injuries for that team. God damn. Yeah. Shifley, Morrissey, Ehlers. That's tough. tough. All right. Is there anything else we wanted to touch on before we, we call it? Next episode, we'll be talking about a game seven for the Toronto please. <laughs> Next episode, we'll be previewing the Boston Bruins Maple Leaf series. Or Florida next Panthers, year. maybe please. Next uh next episode we'll be talking about how the Leeds Blue and I threw one lead. Um we're gonna end the podcast. We're, we're, we're gonna end it right now. So uh that's gonna do it for this one. As always, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Brain Leaf Pod. Toronto, don't fucking blow you idiots. Uh we'll see you in the next one.